What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 252 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I am one of your hosts tonight, Arnell Pearson, alongside the invisible man, Devin Brevin, the dude. Your lighting looks extravagant tonight. This looks great. Thank you. This Thank is you. awesome. This looks awesome. It matches well with your plaid shirt. It's it's going good. How's your week going this week, Devin? You know, you know, uh, Cracktober mm. and Rocktober mm. has been underway. We were just talking about all these bands I've been working with and seeing lately uh, before before the show started. Um, and there's a lot more to come. I can tell you that much. Also, guys, I rolled credits on Dead Space Remake today. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. OK, OK. Great game. Great game. That that honestly, that remake is a nine out of ten survival horror game. OK, like, OK. It is gorgeous. It has some of the best like volumetric lighting or ray tracing i i played on the volumetric lighting mode with um you know because i wanted to play performance i wanted that fps yeah, and stuff course, like that of course but that is one of the most beautiful looking horror games and disgusting at the same time it is so great Did, how uh, how was the uh the ending in terms of isaac being a speaking character and stuff now oh it was awesome it was yeah. they, it was actually, it even more dope than the original Yes, yes. There, there is so much more yeah. context to what go goes on, um, because I I came across an article um, a while ago, and I, I I cannot remember which site or source it was from, but uh, it it essentially it talked about how much more context this game puts in going into you know two and three, and when they originally made Dead Space, they didn't even think there was going to be a sequel, right? right? Right. So they changed a few things, tweaked the story a little bit uh, to make it more in line with the sequels. Okay. So I'm really, okay. really hoping that we get, you know, some like, you know, ray tracing remaster or remake of two here, you know, within the next year or two. I'm really hoping that comes comes now because sure. I yeah. I've loved my experience. I started a new game plus already. Um What's really cool that I found out about the game, I didn't even know um, until today when I beat it, is that uh, they changed the story on your new game plus. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it, really? just a little bit. They add stuff to it, you know. OK, um, so I'm in, I, I think I might play through it. Um, I'm undecided, though, because since it's Cracktober, I'm trying to go through some other horror games and, you know, uh, I decided to pick up my playthrough on Last of Us Part 2. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I you just, gotta get that finished up. Yep. Yep. I uh, I just cleared out the TV station. Ah, very nice. You're, you're, you're yeah. making some progress. It's not, you're not deep, deep yet, but you're getting there. You're getting yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to play it after, after the cast tonight, probably, unless you guys want to play games. But yeah. But yeah. Doing good. Doing good. Well, good, my friend. I am very glad. On the other hand, we have someone who is not very glad right now. It is the broken man. My <laughs> poor fucking fellow over here. Uh, Garrick Bartholomew Eton. The, Please rise, good sir. The ill one. The <laughs> ill one. Yeah. Garrick, uh, it's the last we heard. You got the new new. 
the no no the no no pneumonia 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 uh right uh yeah it's like yeah it's like and i am in fact down with sickness how are you healing from uh your new corn disease Dude, it fucking feels really slow and shitty. If I'm being completely honest, like slow and shitty. That sounds um, like corn. Yeah, yeah. Dude, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, I'm on like I think I'm on day day eight, day eight out of ten on these fucking antibiotics they have me on, dude. And the uh-huh. doctor's just like, you'll probably feel like physically better. Uh, by the time you're all said and done, he's like, but you're going to like have this cough for like several weeks, maybe even like a month or more. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And I'm like literally trying to fight it right now as I'm trying to <laughs> finish the sentence. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. It's incredible. Boy, that's okay. And like they gave me this fucking cough medicine that I'm pretty sure it doesn't work. Uh, I, every time I have taken it, I have felt no different at all. Uh, and dude, I don't know if y'all know, but when you have pneumonia, you don't sleep very great because, well, if you can't like breathe and shit, it's kind of it's like the whole twice an issue, right? He's and, wheezing, uh, <laughs> yes, literally. And so it's just been a big struggle, dude. And so, like, I'm still going to work and stuff, and so I'm not resting, so I'm not like getting better. And <laughs> Like, the biggest part is, like, I'm running around school all day, dude. And then I, like, I literally, like, close myself in my office and just sit and just try to breathe for, like, an hour <laughs> until I get called out on some bullshit again. Uh, so, yeah, but fall break starts here in a couple of days. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. For four yeah. days. Good for you, man. Yeah, you got you to gotta get that in, dude. Like, because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're not getting enough sleep regularly because you're still keeping yourself up at night. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm trying to get to bed at a decent time, but my sleep's been pretty frequently like interrupted or like I'll wake up and like have like a coughing fit or like whatever. And then like, I have to get back to sleep or I'll have to wake up and like drink a bunch of water. Cause I just can't breathe dude. And like, I'll literally like wake up in the middle of the night and it'll sound like I'm breathing through like, silly putty like it's just so crackly and silly putty dude it's awful it really yeah. does suck yeah. like it just it feels like there's like it just feels like there's like a like a like a weight like in the dead center of my chest but it's like only in like one little area and if i cough too much i can like feel my left lung start to hurt <laughs> dude it's just not good <laughs> it's just not good don't get sick and if you do just get sick get do yourself a fucking favor and uh like don't put off going to the doctor for a whole month because it makes it worse it does do so. that yeah that is that is proven <laughs> that is proven theory oh so, yeah um well in Gary, fact healthcare is good for you <clears throat> Yes, it is. If you can, oh. if you can afford it. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, if you can, well then... this is America. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Uh, Devin, your hand was up earlier. Was it? Yes, it was. I think I was just scratching my chin. No, your hand was up. But you probably, you probably forgot what you were going to say. It was a while back. It was a, while, it was a while ago. It was actually three episodes ago. I'm referring to <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, that yeah, yeah out. you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. That well, whole Garrett... conversation made me lightheaded. 
That's fucking dumb. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> well, I am glad that you're you're cowboying the fuck up and being here anyways. Uh, dude, I hope at least when we get done, you can just go to bed. Just go to bed. <laughs> That's immediately what I'm doing. I'm literally like, the second the episode ends, I'm going the fuck to sleep. Go the fuck and to I'm, sleep. Are you going to read yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's And I'm going to have Samuel L. Jackson read it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. Go the fuck to sleep. But not you guys Go at home. Not yet, sleep. at least. Because first, we got to talk about Diablo 4 on Game Pass. One day. Maybe. Uh, big news about a smaller PlayStation. And what if we made a horror game in much, much more because this is the good Kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m ah feels good man if you're riding this wave you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show get exclusive content and soon have early access episodes before the alive podcast and video services across the digital See. Actually, I'm not yarding right now. I'm That's fair, dude. dude I got I got some congestion shit going on too, dude. I I don't blame him. I got some congestion shit going on. Dude, some constipated shit. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record this episode and the rest of the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. DJ Devin. <laughs> DJ Devin. <laughs> Prime Gaming. Thank you, sir. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Derek, but but we have some captain's orders, my friend. Guys, please check out our brand new, brand spanking new uh, episode of the Good Cracking Podcast. Our spoiler-free review of Ahsoka um, is officially out. You can catch that on YouTube and your podcast service of choice. Um, we got actually a really really good conversation about Ahsoka between me, Devin, and DJ on Saturday, and you guys do not want to miss that part because I. Uh, it was actually pretty, pretty damn good combo that we had. We covered all the bases um, and got got a chance to talk about like all the interesting parts for sure um, that we want more of <laughs> coming in the future of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, there, because there's boy, is there a lot? There's a lot that we want <laughs> yeah. more of in the future. Oh, we even dived into some theories too, which was pretty fun. Well, Devin did, and then we had a carry suit because that's how Devin functions as a fan. <laughs> I wish you were there, Garrick, that's because true. you would have dived in on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was really upset. Like, I literally when when Raven was just like, "I'm showing up for the meeting," I was just like, "Fuck!" I forgot to write my Ahsoka review. Oh, I was very sad about it, dude, because like, I was so into it at the end. I was literally watching the episode before the podcast. Yeah. Good man. Yeah, good it, man. it's 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 so it, it was just so good. It, it I was, thoroughly enjoyed this shit. Out of it. It, 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 it's the most Star Warsy Star Wars thing we've gotten in a very, very, very long time. Because Dave Filoni is just a fucking fan. 
and yep. all of the Star Wars lore he knows was given to him by George Lucas. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful moment in time. Uh, but what's also beautiful is you potentially following us on all of our social media sites at Good Kraken Show. Uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have an Instagram. We have a TikTok. Uh, we are even on Facebook. Um, you can even hang out with us on Discord. Um, but we are on there, um, and that includes us uh, talking uh, this week specifically about giving you guys some uh, some 1v1 opinions on horror uh, movie characters that you guys think would be... Uh, giving it to each other uh, to prepare us for Saturday where we're going to be doing our uh, 16 piece bracket of um, the best horror baddies uh, fighting off against each other. We're going to decide who is the best of the best of all the horror bad guys. Um, and boy, I'm excited for that one. That's going to be fun. <laughs> be a fun episode. I cannot wait to hear about how Gizmo uh, from Gremlins is going to beat all of them. <laughs> Did did we end up putting Gizmo on the list? No, no, but I like to pretend that. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I I remember us like kind of talking about it <laughs> as a joke mainly, but uh I yeah. mean like you could have put like the Gremlins on there as a whole. True. There's reasons that we that it wouldn't have worked. Uh oh, I'm which, sure. we'll, which we'll talk we'll be talking about. Um but I like to think that Leprechaun from the hit movie Leprechaun in the Hood specifically um would have oh. Yeah, gone at least the third round. At least the third round on the bracket. Le- Leprechaun I mean? from the hood. The, yeah, that that's that's mm. that's a shiesty fellow. Mm-hmm. I just... we should have done Pooh Bear from Blood and Honey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know they have eat Eeyore. That shit. They I, eat Eeyore. I hate that. I hate that so much. Uh, speaking of eating, Devin, let's eat for the people at home. What are we doing next, my friend? <laughs> Guys. It's time to go to the helm. Uh, Guys, you have a couple news stories here for all of you at home. Uh, Firstly, starting with Activision Blizzard's latest games will start arriving on Xbox Game Pass in 2024 if the Microsoft deal closes. This comes from Tom Warren over at The Verge, and he says Activision Blizzard says it will start adding games to Xbox Game Pass next year if the Microsoft deal closes. Microsoft is currently targeting to close its proposed Activision Blizzard deal on Friday, pending approval from a UK regulator. In a strangely timed and vague post on X, formerly Twitter, uh, Activision Blizzard makes it clear to Xbox fans that both Modern Warfare 3 and Diablo 4 won't be a part of Xbox Game Pass in 2023. Quote, while we do not have plans to put Modern Warfare 3 or Diablo 4 into Game Pass this year, once the deal closes, we expect to start working with Xbox to bring our titles to more players around the world, says the statement from ActiBlizz. And we anticipate that we would begin adding games into Game Pass sometime in the course of next year, end quote. The statement mentions Xbox fan questions around, quote, whether our upcoming and recently launched games, emphasis ours, uh, will be available via Game Pass, end quote, but it doesn't address the many existing Activision Blizzard games that were launched years ago and could be added to Game Pass sooner. Activision has a huge back catalog of existing Call of Duty games that many expect will be a part of Xbox Game Pass. 
Microsoft went out of its way to fix classic Xbox 360 Call of Duty titles in July, just ahead of the original deal deadline, after players have been complaining for years about not being able to matchmake in games like Call of Duty Black Ops and the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It can't be pure coincidence that these Call of Duty games were suddenly fixed just as Microsoft was preparing for the final stages of its proposed ActaBliz acquisition. Either way, it's clear we won't see recent Activision Blizzard releases on Xbox Game Pass this year, providing Microsoft's deal closes before the October 18th deadline. Activision Blizzard still has an exclusive marketing deal with Sony for Call of Duty 2. Uh, the that's two as in T-O-O, by the way, uh, for our listeners at home, uh, the Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, previously said that new versions of Call of Duty wouldn't arrive on Xbox Game Pass until 2025 because of Sony's deal. But it's not clear exactly when that exclusivity ends now that Microsoft and Sony signed a fresh 10 year Call of Duty deal recently. My man, Devin, let us go to you first, my friend. Do you see guys? It? Do you see this? Is this happening next year? Do you feel it? Uh, yes, 100%. Um, a lot of sources, including uh, people like Destin Laguerre from uh, IGN, have been talking about, uh, especially him. He has been analyzing this case since day one, like cl- super closely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this deal is supposedly supposed to close this Friday on the 13th. Yes. Um, which, thank fucking God, can we get this over with already, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting fucking, a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just angry people, angry about money, and <laughs> Jim Ryan's stepping down now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, crazy, crazy how that works, right? Um, <laughs> but... Uh, but um, I'm really excited to see what we can get. There is a huge catalog of Activision games that we could get. Uh, and uh, wh- whether it just be games being added to Game Pass or new IPs being started, I, w- I-, I would love to see Prototype get added to Game Pass. Do you guys remember Prototype? Of course we remember Prototype. Dude, yeah. Best fucking action fucking adventure games ever, dude. Right. Yeah. yeah, I regularly revisit that game for shits and giggles. The power yeah. fantasy in that game is incredible. That, that was our Spider-Man game before we had, like, a real Spider-Man game. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. Prototype 2. Prototype 2 was so fucking yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, they they should they should bring that IP back. Imagine that coming back as, like, a, oh you know, God. Xbox Proto- game. Prototype hype. Free on an Xbox they just need series, to, dude. They just oh need to God. remake that just PC. shit at this point. Yeah, just remake it. I don't care. You know, we're, look, we, we're thriving in the land of remakes right now. Um, I just finished Dead Space remake today. Fucking great. Uh, the, the Resident Evil remakes have been fucking great. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, fucking great, right? Dude, Last like, of Us Part Two remastered's coming out soon. Oh my god. We don't need that. I'm literally playing it right now. Your PS4 Pro, and it, and and it, it looks, looks amazing. amazing. It looks fucking amazing. It, I, right? it does get a little choppy at sometimes. If you know, just like sometimes, I just wish there was like an actual performance mode built into it. But it does get like well, it, to like be fair, I, it is a decade it's old, a pro, right? you know, yeah, another console that is. Hey, 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 no, the the uh, the Scorpio edition had performance modes of games. It did it it did sixty FPS no problem on a lot, but it was superior hardware back then. Um, of course, but again, 
we don't need a last of us part two remake fucking stop just focus I on know, your multiplayer know, game I that know, you're act, that they're acting like that's dead in the water <laughs> anyways though but as far as far as as us potentially getting diablo 4 and I think or call of duty like do you do you see them just doing that next year like we can potentially get that to happen diablo 4 i i think is more likely than call of duty to mm. be to be fair um call of duty is a live service game they they already have a free way to play call of duty with the uh warzone you know mm-hmm. um i do see uh legacy titles of call of duty coming to game pass no problem but we still don't know the ins and outs of this 10-year deal that was just made with uh sony for the mainline call of duty games sure so that that could have some hindrance to game pass because we know that there are some people involved in making that deal that don't like game pass you know Mm -hmm. so uh i i think diablo 4 is more likely of a case um to come on that but guys we could get guitar hero to come back on game pass Imagine Guitar Hero Game Pass, and all you have to do is just have a guitar. You just buy a guitar. Imagine hooking that up to an Xbox Series. <laughs> like Jesus, man. Dude, I don't, I don't, I don't care, dude. Like, I won't play Guitar Hero. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I got you. <laughs> um, um, Garrick, I want, yeah. I want to ask you, since we're kind of still circling around the subject here. Devin says that there's a good chance that we'll get Diablo Four. Uh, next year um, and or Call of Duty. Uh, I want to ask you, do you think that is a good call? I don't know. I think it's whether or not it's a good call is like the wrong way to look at it because I feel like it's inevitable, right? Okay, okay. So like like it's something that they're going to do and I definitely am in agreement with Devin that like legacy titles will absolutely be the first thing that they add. Uh, I'm also in agreement with that. I, I feel like Diablo 4 um, will come to to Game Pass pretty quick, but um, the people people seem to forget that Diablo as a franchise has another active title right now that has a steady player base that could benefit from something like Game Pass, and that's Diablo 2 Resurrection, sure. which I actually think would be mm. one of the very very first things they add um because like it does it's it has seasonal content but it doesn't function as live service where it requires a seasonal like purchase of a battle pass so it would fit really neatly uh into the already existing catalogs of game pass whereas diablo 4 is like you have to buy the game and it also features like right you know that live subscription um one thing that I think is going to be really curious about this, right? Is if this deal is closing, right? We just experienced um, like a $2 price hike across the board for game pass. Right. Um, And like, and all of their, uh, all of their models that they currently offer. And if we get like a more dense, more popular catalog, that's going to start to feature some of these other titles like call of duty which is like insanely popular right like even legacy titles like a lot of individuals like yourself or now will absolutely come back and play these older games just for the ability to revisit the campaign yep absolutely 
Like, especially, like, especially if they jump on, like, their most popular titles first, like the original Modern Warfare. Dude, like, if, they, if, if, if OG, Mod, if Modern Warfare, if OG Modern Warfare Remastered makes it to Game Pass, like, they're making money. That's, like, that's yeah. still, like, one of the most popular, like, thing. I My concern with it from a consumer standpoint is, like, are we going to see another price hike if this deal goes through and this ca- does get put into the catalog sometime next year, right? Like, I don't want to be paying, like, I don't want to be paying $25 for Game Pass, like, five years from now just because, like, cool games are on it, right? Because at that point, like, now we're entering the realm of, like, do I really want to pay like potentially like theoretically like $25 like at the price of an indie game every single month just to access like all of these games which like which is great on the consumer player base but like I know there's going to be a lot of individuals and there are a lot of individuals that like I don't give a shit about Call of Duty so like I would feel kind of I'd, I'd feel kind of you know put out I guess if like I as a consumer like were just had to pay like more money potentially because the catalog is like now adding games that I have no interest in playing. Sure. That's I fair. But, that... So I don't know. I don't, I think it's, I just, I think it's just very curious as to like how this will impact game pass in the future. Cause it's like an inevitability. Right. And I just, I want to know, I guess what will really be the kicker, right. Is we, we have modern warfare three releasing will call of duty be a game pass day one title you know, down the road mm-hmm. is like one of those things to consider. Right. Cause that like, because game pass, like they need to make game pass sustainable. Like that's what they, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it a sustainable thing. Cause right now it's a great thing for consumers, but as far as Xbox is on the business end, right? Like it, they're going to have a hard time maintaining their catalog five years from now at the price that they have. So Devin, did you have a comment? Do you think they will do something? And um, I know you're not a Call of Duty player, but do you think they'll do something similar to like what they did with Halo, um, where there could be like the multiplayer included with Game Pass, but if you want the campaign, you have to pay like thirty dollars or something like that? I could absolutely see that, right? Because like Game Pass already does do like an integrated sort of like if you're a member, you get to do these upgrades for like a much cheaper experience, mm-hmm. right? They give Starfield. you the opportunity to buy. Yeah, exactly. Like you can buy uh, like Starfield, like you can buy the deluxe edition and just play the deluxe edition via Game Pass without paying, you know, the seven, the eighty dollars, right? Um, crappy example, but same thing. Like Redfall, another first person title, you could buy the buy back edition upgrade for. $30 rather than paying like the initial $70 price mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think that's a really good model. I feel like if they can find a way to make sense, they would have to f- find a way to balance the content. And I think if they were to do something like that, they would really have to make sure the campaigns were worth the player's money because mm-hmm. most people are playing for the longevity of the multiplayer and not that first time experience of the campaign. I will say the campaign's usually are worth the money <laughs> i will say that surprisingly i don't um, mm, i don't know like don't like know. if you were to if you were to narrow it down to like a 20 30 dollar purchase then yes oh for sure so. for sure yeah if yeah. it was that uh yeah i but for someone like me who exclusively plays the campaign i can only justify spending 70 dollars on that campaign for so long 
know what I mean? Which is right. why I mean, this. But if you had Game Pass, would you spend thirty to access? The, like, would that be a, a worthwhile purchase Absolutely. for you? Yes, and that's okay. what I was going to say. Is that like that? That actually helps someone like me a lot right. more because that makes that seem a little bit more justifyingly accessible to me. Um, and I think, you know, all around, like generally speaking, this is obviously like a really, really great thing. Um, but I do all obviously understand your concern in which game pass increasing its dollar amount. Uh, we're living in a world now where Netflix is about, I think about to be, or just turned like almost bucks. Yeah. yeah, like like We're right yeah. there, man. Like Gross. inflation's a bitch right Gross. now, and it's hitting everything. Disney yeah, Plus are, increased it too. Like it just this shit. Netflix used to be nine ninety nine, y'all. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. no. Netflix used to be seven ninety nine. Well, he's not at Disney. He's not yeah. at Disney. But yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Netflix yeah. was seven ninety nine <laughs> when it started. Seven dollars and ninety nine cents. So like, I can I can text. I can see like the concern there because it's like Game Pass is like the the best, you know, we've, we've said it many, many times is like the best deal in gaming, period, point blank, period. Right. And there's well, no arguing that it's Netflix for games like it literally. Right. And the thing is about what makes Game Pass so important. It's the same reason that Steam is important. It got the opportunity to do that shit first right mm -hmm. right and so like it's got this potential for staying power but like at what cost literally i think let's say we live in a world realistically someday game pass is probably going to be 20 dollars a month within the next few years right it's 18 right now yeah yeah it's, it's, right, all right yeah it's 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 going to be 20 dollars a month um if they can hit the promise where they are coming out with at least one first-party game a month that is worth a damn, don't you think that is actually worth it? Because that is essentially cheaper than buying a. I think I'd probably accept quarterly. Like if we can get like one first-person IP quarterly, I yeah, probably. That's what they're promising right now. That's what they're promising right now. But I think with is having, it? yeah, that's what they're promising right know. now. I mean, we have Forza. That's the next first-party game true. that's yeah, co coming out. And those those games, whether you like racing games or not, those games always do. Oh, really yeah, they're well. popular. Yeah. Um, so maybe double that then. Like if we're if we're talking yeah. like if we're factoring price increase, like every like, other I month. Would, like yeah, every other month or like you know like two or three mm -hmm. like in a quarter. Like I'd probably be fairly happy with that, especially mm -hmm. if like you know we're getting completed projects, but I like not the wonky experiences we got with like the weird launch for halo infinite and yeah. Redfall, Right. Like I agree. got to make sure like it, everything has to be a Starfield release. Yeah. 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 Agreed. And, and, um, you know, Starfield has its quirks and stuff like that. But, but the good thing about gaming nowadays is, is as long as they come out to a finished product <clears throat> like Starfield at the very least, there's always room for that to get better mm -hmm. for for free, you know, and, and I think that's what Game Pass is kind of helping do. Um, I think I think it's just been a rocky road and it's been hard for some people to see how that can work because they've been making these accusations, not accusations, acquisitions and um, purchases of studios and and all that, which has kind of you know force them to put things out which they have admitted to you know 
at certain points. And I think we finally got to a point where they figured out how to catch up with all of that and Game Pass at the same time. I, th- I think that's what we're working towards. And I think um, this I, I just went to Wikipedia and looked at the catalog that Activision has. Guys, we're, we're talking like hundreds and hundreds of games that could be added on top of what's already there. Like you are going to have an insane catalog games of, you've forgotten games. About. Exactly. Like I was going through all the Spider-Man games that they used to make are probably not going to happen. Let's be real. Sony is going to let that happen. <laughs> um, but like there's a bunch of Transformers games that were actually really fun. All the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, the Guitar Hero games, um there there's other Marvel games. They did a bunch of like X-Men games and mm-hmm. mid- Deadpool. They did Chivalry, um, like Ghostbusters games, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. You know, like good game. Yeah. You know, like I'm just looking at this list and I I'm seeing the possibilities some for some really good content. Do you want to be, know uh, what right in front like, of us. my like my dream of all dreams for like what would be like from this acquisition, like it, mm-hmm. it'll never, it will. I understand, like, this is literally some tinfoil hat. Ha- this will never happen. I need everybody under okay, th- sure, this will never sure. happen. Okay, <laughs> but God, how amazing would it be if, like, included in your subscription of Xbox Game Pass, you got like a monthly sub to World of Warcraft? I'd come back. It you know that that could happen, or at the very least, give you like a or wow classic really, even, or like a really hefty discount to it. They that could very much happen. I mean, PC Game Pass and console Game Pass do have different catalogs already. Yeah, and they I do. Think that is very 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 much possible. Um, we already know that Final Fantasy fourteen is going to be coming. We know that they oh, announced true. it. Yeah, so that's well, maybe be part maybe of that Game is Pass. on the table there. That'd be kind yeah. of interesting. I right? I, th- I think I think that is very very much possible. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, I I think I'm putting my money on it. I think one of the very first games we're gonna see uh, the very first two games. Garrick already mentioned uh, Diablo two, Re- Resurrection, and uh, Sekiro. Shadows die twice. I think those are going to be two first games that they put on Ooh, Game Pass. Yeah, for back probably, division. dude. Yeah. Why do you think Sekiro? Because it was a game of the weir- year winning game, and it's it's very coveted, and we know Phil Spencer loves that game. <laughs> yeah, but in relation to because of the 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 Soulsborne hype, it's one of the biggest genres right now. Yeah, gives them more. Mm-hmm. souls born on their platform we they just had liza p launch day one on great. game pass and it, yeah. it was reviewed really well and most people played it through uh game pass on pc and and xbox so i think they would follow that up to keep that user base there by putting sekiro on there okay okay i, I guess i i asked because i was a little surprised that sekiro of all the souls born games was the one that you picked for being that <laughs> it's because it was published by activision sure sure okay mm-hmm. okay okay yeah. i can see it i can see it Devin, let's go into our next story my friend um take it away my good sir absolutely guys sony finally unveils a smaller 
redesigned PS5 models and a price hike. Well, kind of. Kind of price hike. Kind of. It's $50 price hike, you know. Only, only on the digital edition. Kind of. Yeah. Um, this is coming by Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. Sony Interactive Entertainment is revamping the look of the PS5 this November with a smaller, lighter version of the console. In addition to a slimmer form factor, SIE also revealed the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive add-on for the PS5 Digital Edition, the console without a built-in Blu-ray drive. Sony's new slimmed-down PS5 model has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to previous models, according to the company. The notoriously tall PS5 is now slightly shorter by 33 millimeters, and that uh, comes out to about 1.25 inches and slightly narrower by 44 millimeters by 1.73 inches. In terms of weight, the revised standard PS5 model is losing 1.3 kilograms, about 3 pounds. Sony released updated dimensions and specifications for the new models, which you can read through below. And I will read that for you guys. Um, there's no change in price for the standard PS5 model. The redesigned PS5 will launch next month for $499.99 USD. But the PS5 Digital Edition is getting a price increase as part of the refresh. The discless version of the PS5 will cost $449.99 at launch. The original PS5 Digital Edition launched at $399 back in 2020. And here is a pricing breakdown in the U.S., Europe, U.K., and Japan regions. With the U.S., as aforementioned, we have the PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive at $499.99 and the digital at $449.99. In Europe, the disc drive version will be $549.99 euros, and the digital edition will be $449.99 euros. And um, let's see that. Excuse me. That was the UK. No, the next one's the UK edition. Sorry. This uh, the spacing on this was a little weird. Um, the UK edition is going to be five hundred and forty nine ninety nine and digital four forty nine. And then in. Um, oh, I got lost. It's it's weirdly seventy nine. So. Yeah, yeah, four seventy nine yeah, ninety nine and three eighty nine ninety nine in the UK. And in Japan, the disc drive version will be sixty six thousand nine hundred and eighty yen, includes tax. And the digital edition will be fifty nine thousand nine hundred and eighty yen, including tax. PlayStation fans who opt for the PS5 Digital Edition can purchase the Ultra HD Blu-ray drive separately for $79.99 USD or $120 uh, in the UK, $99 in uh, Europe, or 11980 yen. Numbers, man. Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that add-on drive is only compatible with the new model of the PS5 Digital Edition, a Sony representative confirmed to Polygon. Now, the new PS5 models will be available in November um, in the U.S. at select retailers and through Sony's PlayStation uh, Direct website. A global rollout is coming in the following months, Sony said. One thing that I thought that was interesting that they did not include in this, on the digital edition 
um, the base digital edition model, it actually only has like 800 and like 40 gigabytes, but they upped it to one terabyte fully for the storage capacity for the digital edition. Mm. So I think that price increase kind of has a little bit of a warrant in a way, but at the same time, um, yeah. Well, it, there's more available memory. I I don't know about that because the the original one was marketed as one terabyte, but it's 880 after all the software stuff. Yeah, yeah, but um, now they're marketing it as a true one terabyte software. Sure, which is and that's and I saw that one more game. So like I'm not like yeah, I, I mean yeah, but still for people who have slower download speeds, that could make all the difference. Sure, and sure. I saw that through IGN's article posting right. about this when I was reading it. Um, so I am a little appalled by this. <laughs> now here, here's why, right? Dude, here's why, because I'm so glad you said that. I think this is ridiculous. I think that this is, this is, this is nutty. This is fucking nutty. Um, for a few different reasons. One, uh, cool. We have a PS five slim. Awesome. That's great. Uh, we have a PS five slim at the same price as a PS five. <laughs> <laughs> which has which is unprecedented right because like the the playstation slim models were historically cheaper more affordable easier to access easier to carry around easier to fit in your stuff um you're sacrificing some hardware potential in order to get a more affordable version of this console um that can still play the games that you want to play uh this this is it's another PlayStation 5. It's, so it's another PlayStation 5, man. <laughs> I I I think for the pricing wise is we need to get a breakdown of the actual components and see how they stack up against the original build of the PS5. I think we can probably and, do that. Give me a second here. And if if it has similar hardware in it or even slightly better, then I think that price is warranted. Oh, well, let's find out here. Garrick, Garrick I, I'd like to hear from you as I'm trying to find this here. Why is this asinine to you? Uh, I mean, for similar reasons. Like, when I originally read this article, I was just like, I don't understand. Like, this is literally just a... This, this feels to me like the... We understand that some of you motherfuckers at home just... I don't know. You spend a lot of time looking at your PlayStation. I'm playing the fucking thing. I guess I'm doing it wrong. Uh, and this whole thing literally feels like this was done uh, to just redesign it to get people to shut the fuck up about the fact that they didn't like the original design. And they were like, oh, yeah. And like, we want to be able to make like another quick buck on an on an accessory that's not necessarily even needed. Right. Sure. Because like I don't like, like why? Like I don't I don't understand. At what point would you be like, "Fuck, man, I regret not buying that disc drive so bad that you feel the need to literally go buy an extra component for your PlayStation." Right. Because like if you want physical games, you're going to buy the physical version of the PlayStation 5. You're not going to buy the digital one and then add it on later. That shit makes no sense. Like 
because I know for a fact that people are just like one to keep the physical game thing alive. Like they buy physical games. Devin. What if you received a PS5 slim discless version as a present or a gift? Pause. Pause. Two things. <laughs> Two things. One. Firstly, let's just get this done and over with. Found confirmation here. Uh, this comes from uh, TrustedReviews.com. Uh, um, they have a uh, comparison down the list of everything compared to the release PS5 versus the PS5 Slim. And I quote, other than the size, weight, storage, and detachable drive option, Sony isn't changing a winning formula. As far as we can tell right now, the specs are otherwise identical. Same GPU. Yeah. Same CPU and RAM for starters. Uh, there's the same ports connectivity options. Um, even the same MVME slot for the expanding storage in today's announcement. Uh, however, we can't imagine that's gone by the wayside. The SSD speed is the same at 5.5 gigs per second uh, read speeds. The disk drive still maxes out at 100 gigs per second. So it yeah. is the same. But the only difference <laughs> is... It's confirmed one terabyte storage, mm -hmm. and the base models had 825 gigabytes. So it's just 175 yeah. gigabyte difference. Yes. Uh, two. Two. My second point here. The reason that I say pause is because to me, to me, and just to make sure that people can uh, see what the fuck we're talking about here. Let's keep that up here. To me, if you ask me, this is PlayStation's preparation for Christmas time. That's what this is to me, because they said, oh, what if, what if you all buy all the disc version of the PlayStation 5? Well, hey, you can still buy the digital version now and then tell your poor kids, hey, I was $80 too cheap <laughs> to just buy this with it. So later, after Christmas is done, we can buy the hard drive that you want so bad. And then, boom, you have a regular disc PS drive. That's what that spe this speaks to me as. You know what I mean? See, and that actually makes a ton of sense. And the reason it makes a ton of sense is because those motherfucking parents buying this shit don't care and don't fucking understand about, like, the actual console and its components and its hardware and how it fucking functions. Like... They're, for the most part, that's not happening. They're going out and they're just making a purchase for their fucking kid. Right. Pretty ill-informed. Right. And so, like, the kid's going to be like, but, dad, but, mom, I really wanted the one with this drive. And they're going to be like, we're sorry, Billy, you spoiled little shit. We'll go get you one after New Year. <laughs> Devin. The, those parents are our generation now. Just, just I, that doesn't do that. That doesn't I, I, mean I feel that like every single one of them is a technophile. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, my just, wife is not you, tech savvy. You know, the one thing I'm getting out of this that bugs me if they were going to keep this price point for the slim, then why not lower the original model that has been known to have some issues here and there? Yeah, even by 50 bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that's, 50 a, that, bucks. That, that, that's that, what should happen. That's what I right? mean, man. It's like like that's I, what I should hear, happen. I hear I hear we have we'd like to introduce the brand new PS5 Slim and it comes up on the screen right where Squidward is 
It comes up on the screen. You see it. And it says $299.99, right? For no hard drive, um, some lower specs, some cheaper specs, if you will. Um, and maybe has like still the one terabyte in it, right? You just kind of sacrifice a little bit of gameplay. To me, that would make more sense. This bullshit here that you guys are seeing, Raven with the raid. Hello. Oh, hello. Hey guys, Welcome in. popping in, everybody. Uh, we're talking shit about the PS5 Slim. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. This bullshit yeah, we, are. we see over <laughs> we here, totally talking guys, is what I think is the last hoorah from Jim Ryan <laughs> deciding that we already they, Jim Ryan steps down. They said this is already in full fucking swing. There's no turning around on this fucking bus. You know what I mean? They, they, they said we were, we, we got to put this out this way because this is the most Jim Ryan fucking thing I've ever heard of in my fucking life. He said, I'm going to give you a PS five slim and it's going to be the same fucking thing as the PS five that you can readily purchase right now. <laughs> That's what it says. I think I'm going to double down on your this is Sony and PlayStation getting ready for the Christmas thing because because now, right, Sony, look, the PlayStation 5 has not notoriously been on any sale for Black Friday. Why? Because there's been a fucking stock problem, first Mm. off. Mm. And but now the regular PlayStation 5 stock is stable. So. Holidays rolling around, right? Brand spanking new shiny slim PlayStation 5 mm, for mm. all of those motherfuckers mm. that want that new new, right? Mm. And then you're just like, but hey, we didn't forget about you people that don't really give a shit about it being slim. And this Black Friday, we're, we are going to knock that 50 or 75 bucks off of that original model PlayStation 5 and sell it to you at a discount this holiday season. Yep. Yep. I personally have been waiting for a slim. You have. And and do you remember why you were waiting for a slim Devin? Because I remember verbatim what you said. What you said I about wanted a, wanting. You wanted a slim. I yes. Want, you, you wanted to get a slim. I wanted a smaller console. That's you wanted what I a smaller said. console that was going to be what, Devin? Cheaper than the original. Because that's what that. we expect <laughs> from a slim con. That's not not to shit on Devin by any means. Whatsoever. No, I, this I is wanted it not to be a briefcase. <laughs> he, he did. But when we say slim, we are immediate thought for reasons, for reasons that are historically proven. We think cheaper. It's cheaper because I'm getting less product, right? Physically, physically less product. It should be cheaper, right? It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not cheaper it's not. at all. It's like it's like, hey, I have this fifteen thousand dollar car, right? But if you can't afford that, I also have this fifteen thousand dollar car, right? <laughs> but this it one looks slightly older. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's. I have one. this fifteen thousand dollar car. And I have this $14,500 car. Yeah, and this one, <laughs> you can put leather seats in if you want. Yeah. We'll provide the, the leather seats for an additional $500. That's what they said. That's no, what no, PlayStation no. 600, said. 600. 600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking 
bullpucky. You know what I mean? This is sell. this is just this and is it's just gonna sell. Oh my god, it's, it's gonna, gonna sell. sell. It's gonna, it's gonna sell. sell. Like it's it's just insane. You, you know what's gonna happen is everybody who's owned an Xbox or like just a Switch or mm. just a PC mm. is gonna see the slim model and be like, oh, that's smaller. I'm gonna get that now. Uh, two months or like a month from now when this launches my timeline is literally just going to be flooded with like oh my god the new playstation 5 slim is so beautiful it's such a good it's looking so nice. console such a good console well i'm I sitting I'm over here with, with my it. actually upgraded digital version of the xbox that's what everyone's gonna be fucking talking because that's the shit i'm gonna buy this winter i'll tell you that that's the shit i'm gonna spend my money on because yeah. they actually did a fucking they said we're gonna give you what you had before but three with- times better at the fucking better price point that you would expect for it. And exactly. lo behold, <laughs> get yeah, on that, you, Xbox. That new, get on you. <laughs> that, that new Series X that they're coming out with is actually very tempting. Like, the, very the, tempting. The new, the new Series uh, I've S, too, dude. I've I mean, considered goddamn. even to get the new S. The new yeah. S is appealing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got more RAM. Trade mine right in for it, dude. Yeah, man. Because yeah. that's what you're supposed to do this far into the life cycle of your brand new console. Because it feels like that's, that's what it you, feels like an upgrade. It's like trading just, in your phone. <laughs> exactly. Imagine trading in your I, yeah. iPhone 12 for an iPhone 12S. <laughs> I think I'm going exactly. to keep keep my series x though that i have already because sure. it's got the blu-ray drive and everything sure. and that that is going to live in the living room now right mm. that's going to live in the living room and then i'm going to get myself a ps5 slip <laughs> <laughs> Mo- mostly just because i need you to get a ps5 i need you to i i, I i've been waiting real. i've been waiting and you know I, I gotta i gotta meet sony in the middle here mm. you know what i mean mm. They, they they made the slim, which I've been asking for for like what over a year Three now. Years. Mm. Yeah, for for a couple years now. They they finally made it. The price is there. It's whatever. We have things like a firm. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do, Devin. You're right. You're right. Uh, but speaking of affirming, Garrick, tell the people at home what we're doing next. Absolutely. You guys are all headed where I'm headed, which is the fucking gallows. <laughs> I mean, I'm, Jesus, I'm already man. dead inside, so it's like we're, we we were already here. That you was know. fucking dark, man. That was dark yeah. as hell. Yeah, we're, already, we're already there. Tired of being sick. Guys, tonight for the gallows, our headlining segment, we are getting a chance to have a fun little conversation here to celebrate Cracktober, uh, which is our big time Halloween celebration where we spend all month talking about all the creepy, dark stuff and evil that we love in this world because it's Halloween time. And we like to celebrate that with you guys. So tonight we are talking about us making a horror game. If we ever did, what would our horror game be? Is what this is, okay? And I know Garrick was a little confused by looking at the calendar because he has been out of the meetings recently. Fucking hate it. I hate it, but dude, I, it's I shall do. so <laughs> awful. I hate working on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So what I want to do is start out easy here. All right. We know that the goal here is to make a horror game. Us three are the directors of said horror game. Which is a fucking bad idea. You should never have three directors for one game. That's a fucking terrible idea. Wait, wait, but, wait. Who's the who's the writer? Who's the director? And who's the producer? Yes. That's what we should clarify right now. Yes. 
<laughs> okay. All right. I like that. Great answer. Yes. Uh, let's let's let's. let's All right. Arnell's the director. <laughs> okay. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be the I'll be the director here. Okay. I'll be the director. I think. I think. I think Garrick's writer and Devin's producer. Okay. Executive producer. I like that. I like that. So. Sure. Okay. So anyways, uh, let's let's continue on here. So let's start with this. Who wait, is wait, wait, wait. Vandal, a 37 minute indie game of color negative Ernell saying the word ill unironically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, who what is the name of our character our our protagonist our survivor wait 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 wait, wait. what what so, oh, let's build the world can we yeah let's build the world yeah yeah let's choose our, our setting our, our, our choose our setting okay okay, okay so so let's let's discuss it then so what 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 is our setting of choice here okay okay do so i'm gonna throw some options out as producer okay okay gotcha <laughs> all right all right all right post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. um Modern poltergeist, mm. mm-hmm. medieval, okay, mm-hmm. sci-fi. Let's choose between those four. Garrick, the writer. Which which one of these are you leaning into? Let's do. Hmm. Let's do medieval. Medieval? Ooh, okay. Yes. Medieval oh, okay. horror. Wow. Okay. 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 I feel like right. that's not, I feel like we have, a, there's like a lot of gothic horror like stuff and I feel like that's kind of classic, but as far as like modern horror stuff goes, that's not really delved into to tell him, unless it's like ironically like Ash versus Evil Dead and stuff. Yeah. So right, yeah. that'd be kind of right. cool. Okay. With that being said, do we want this to be high fantasy or realism horror? Do we want vampires, werewolves? Or um, well, that okay. Like, so that's that's two questions. Let's let's start with with what kind of horror we want. Do we want this so slapstick, like more realistic, or versus like something more fantastical? Right, 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 right. Mm. I feel like if we go fantastical, that's almost fantastical like an, gives us more options. Yeah, it's like an action horror survival type of deal with many different types of things. Is what it, it, it like? Imagine like almost kind of like witcher but not being a witcher you know mm, more mm. like let's ooh so elden ring hear me okay. out hear me out that hear, actually, hear me out I, that did spark hear an me idea. out i want to hear your idea first though dead space style gameplay like okay. that over the shoulder okay kind of okay. thing okay you're talking to me you're high fantasy to me high fantasy mm-hmm. right right okay and you have to deal with vampires, werewolves, other like, like so a Van Helsing, kind of, kind of, but like I think like Castlevania monsters. Okay, Ger- Ger- Garrick, our writer said, "Hear me out." So that that's okay. important. Writer's term is "hear me out." Here, yeah. okay, so go, yeah, yeah. go so, ahead, sir. What if we flipped the perspective? Not enough budget. Not enough budget. We wrote it. <laughs> from the perspective that like we are like the player character is the creature Ooh. Ooh. okay 
okay, okay. So okay. Then, and how about we're a werewolf? How about we're a werewolf? Well, is that the right? Is that what we want to do? The werewolf game? That could be. That could be kind of cool if you look at it from the perspective of like a. It could be like a psychological horror because you can be because you could take you could take the story in a way that like the individual doesn't necessarily know that they're like a werewolf, right? Or like the individual does know, but it's something that they combat, right? Or like they're hunting versus like hunted. Director, director, director. He's got something. I've got something for you. I got a pitch for you here. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. We're still hunting monsters. Okay, here. Work with my vision here, okay? Medieval times. Uh, Be the monster to hunt the monster. We are the monster haunting the monsters. Okay? Yes. Yes. Frankenstein hunts the other creatures we have frankenstein's van hey, helsing yo. story you know we're what i'm saying t- okay all right you so we're saying? taking the i frankenstein script and uh-huh. we're making it not shit right right <laughs> right thank you thank you and this and this frankenstein doesn't have to be like oh like the frankenstein like we the, our frankenstein oh, can look can whatever fucking it. way we want to right they turn pinocchio into this fucking badass kid in liza p we can do the same with fucking frankenstein oh, yeah you know what i'm saying Devin, do we yeah, have budget for a frankenstein cool. protagonist yeah, yes, yes, we do. Okay, uh, okay, it actually okay. requires less animation than a werewolf because then you don't have to turn from human to werewolf. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad. I'm glad we can fit that to our budget. Great. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Okay, so Gareth. Oh, also, uh, also uh, as as executive producer, I'm still taking the stance. I, I, I want this third person, like, survival-ish, like, dead space kind of view. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I I can agree. I can agree with that. Uh, Devin, as our executive producer, uh, who are you casting as Frankenstein? Ooh, who am I casting as Frankenstein? Um, Sorry, Frankenstein's monster, which I guess is okay. It's gonna be like I'm gonna make you fix that. Let me let me let me let me see this. Um, I want Frankenstein, who makes the monster. I want it to be Mads Mikkelsen. Ooh. I mean, it's got to be Aaron Eckhart from Ooh. I Frankenstein, right? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. Mads Mikkelsen's a good choice. Yes. As 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 Frankenstein, right? Now, as the monster, um, I say we pretty boy it up, right? Oh, so then he, okay. So then he he has this this um this struggle with am I human or am I a monster, right? Because because there's a there's a there's a the subplot love story right okay right okay like that that mm-hmm. that's Frankenstein's monster main main thing um God I have to look up the actor's name um we we know and love him we know and love him of actually. course of course of course we wouldn't cast um, anybody else you know what I'm saying Alan Alan uh, Rickson uh, Alan oh Rickson. Alan Richson Alan yeah. Richson. yes sir actually, I do like that yeah, dude yeah. he he yeah you'd have to like. You'd have to probably, I'd, you'd have to probably take like the because like we're not like we're doing like the pretty the the prettier protagonist approach, right? He is but pretty. We still have to give, he he is, and he he's, dude, he's, he's fucking he's huge, beautiful ass um, man. Yes. Like we would have to do like I think we'd have to do some like scarring and stuff on like his oh absolutely design and body, absolutely right? like, mm-hmm. like to, to he's, fit, he'd, he'd he's be, a like, monster hand, that's like, ruggedly handsome like that yeah. like the yeah. Like the pretty, yeah. but kind of scary. Like give him, give him some like longer hair that like almost goes down to like mid neck. You know what I mean? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like yeah. the, right like the kind of like um, okay, give him like almost like the Michael look from Underworld. Yeah. What? Yes, 
I do like that, but with far more scars. Like, what if yeah, our yeah. what if our Frankenstein's monster wasn't like put together via body parts? What if he was put together via the skin of other creatures and people on the same body? And 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 it, yeah, just, it was like reanimated like, like, and repaired. Like, he was mm. who he was, yes. right? Yeah, and he was reanimated and repaired. And the subplot love story is him trying to save his love from a vampire, i.e. Dracula. Well, so let's let's dig into that, right? So two things, two things. Uh, Garrick, one, what is our Frankenstein's monster's name? And then two, how do we get him out? Uh, how, do, how do we transition him out of being Frankenstein's monster to now hunting the monsters? I just, I just had an idea. I just had an idea. Okay. What? What if it doesn't have to be exactly Dracula, but what if it's also a revenge story that he was killed by the vampire who lusted for his the love of his life? And then and then as he is, you Classic, know, really, and then what if Frankenstein created him to fight back against monsters, dark creatures, hellspawn, vampires, and stuff like that because they've become more abundant. I think, I, I, I think I would... it'd be a little bit more interesting if we okay. took I like like that whole first half. Like really like that. But if mm. we take I think we should take it from the perspective of like he is saved and like reanimated by like Frankenstein, but Frankenstein is like a very enigmatic individual like he there was no previous connection right and the we'll we'll kind of take the perspective like even though frankenstein's monster is propelling himself forward with revenge like frankenstein himself actually reanimated and brought him back to life for his own devices yeah right and he's trying to weave finding like returning to his own humanity versus like maintaining his new existence and mm-hmm. like uncovering what that means to him and like why he was created uncovering by the his humanity yeah mm-hmm. I, I have an idea for how frankenstein found him too what I, if the ta- town or village that he resided in was wiped out and frankenstein went there after the aftermath looking for subjects to mm-hmm. to work I, on i've got i've got i've got a, a way hero that, of happenstance if you will yeah, i've got a way yeah. that we can we can move those puzzle pieces a little bit differently to accommodate for all corners of this of this story we're pressing together, right? So I yeah. I want I want I want to say that if we do a love story and revenge story, we got to pick a struggle here, right? Because there's that's too many B plots to go on. So what if we made the love part of this as a sort of projector for the revenge, right? So what yeah. if yeah. what if mm-hmm. uh, our guy uh, Garrett, do you have a name for our uh, protagonist? I was trying to think about that, and I don't. I don't know that I necessarily have like any sort of like particularly strong name. I think we would have to think about Chad Tholomew like, because we would have to. We so we'd be we would be considering the fact that like our protagonist was like dead essentially right when uh, Frankenstein found them. So okay, so and, then so this this is why I ask right. It's mostly just so we can kind of connect to the character right. So mm-hmm. my my thought process is. Uh, character a frankenstein's monster right we let's let's just i don't know i picture ulrich Ooh. is what came to my mind uh so i i'll just say christian right i'll just say <laughs> yeah. um well he, i was i was just thinking what when it comes to names 
what country of origin is this going to be taking in place of? I think it has to be Romania, doesn't it? I mean, is that like I, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to have to, but I would imagine Eastern Europe, right? Yeah, well, I mean, Frankenstein takes Mary Shelley's like Frankenstein takes place in Switzerland, so we could probably pick his name's William. His name's I William. William. Ooh, William's kind of a classic, a good, honestly. A good, a good That's start. like a good classic yeah. European name. You can't yeah. really fuck that up. We can right? we can we can just use that as a placeholder now for two. And we, two, and we can and we can later. figure yeah. we can figure out like a last name for him later. That's yeah, more yeah. that's more yeah, add some base. flair. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so hear hear me out, right? So Willie Boy. Willie Boy in my director's mind, I'm, I'm picturing this here. Okay, I'm picturing this. Willie Boy, William, uh, has been married to his love Rose for 18 years, right? They've been together since they were kids. They've been together living in this sm small, quaint village that one day is massacred by Dracula. Absolutely fucking slaughtered by Dracula. And the last thing William remembers bef before bleeding out in the middle of the courtyard of his village is Dracula grasping his love Rose and flying off with her into the night, right? He wakes up, uh, now pieced together by Frankenstein himself, awakens, mm -hmm. and Frankenstein gives him this, you know, whole introduction. This is what's going on. I'm sorry. Like, I had to try to keep you alive. You're one of my experience. Uh, this is what I need from you. He says, I need you to go and hunt down Dracula. I need you to find these creatures because Dracula has done something terrible to me and he's done something terrible to you. So we both have a common interest here, right? Ooh. And the big plot twist at the end, here's what I'm thinking, right? Here's what I'm thinking, right? You find out Rose has been dead since the day of the attack. And Frankenstein used her as the fuel to get Frank or William to do what he wanted them to do. Or she's she's a vampire already. She's a vampire. Yeah, she was turned. And she's she's act and she's the boss you fight right before. Yeah, uh, that's Dracula. like it's your decision time, right? Also, like, also, oh, also spare sacrifice. Frankenstein. Let, let's let's get even better on this. Frankenstein used to be Dracula's forge master and used to make all his creatures for him. I like that. I like that. I like right, that. And okay. Dracula makes sense as an antagonist perspective, too, because he has enough influence to be able to, like, control other, like, monsters, right? Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. Well, and that's the beauty of this looking at it from a game perspective, too, because we can look at inserting any sort of gothic mythic mythological creature in this sense yeah. as a boss another boss and or enemy in the game right so frankenstein has to get through a massive werewolf as the first boss uh the it's so cool because we could like we could just do like Ooh. some cool twists on like classic monsters like creed like right and like we, we could even do like some parallel things where like where where william our frankenstein's monster has to fight some like other creatures that are artificial right that are like mm -hmm. not quite human you like golems and things right yeah like things mm -hmm. that were meant to be like artificial humans and that's, so like that's that dracula's kind of, castle that's dracula's yeah. castle because frankenstein used to work there exactly Boom and boys. so like there's this connection there i think this would be really i uh, so one thing we, i wanted to like re visit real quick is how does uh what how does william combat the threats, mm, the monster that's a good, threats. That's a, that's a good point. That what what is his weapon and fighting style, right? Yeah, uh, like Devin, how does producer, he fight? How, how do you how do you imagine this? Hmm. 
I am imagining a sort of a combination of crossbows, swords, axes. I th I think an axe is going to be Frankenstein's main weapon. I think this is going to be an axe game. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Because I I, because, I, picture, I picture something similar. Um, I, yeah. I picture instead I of a massive axe. I definitely picture something axe, on the heavier side. It, yeah. To, to me, I picture instead of a massive axe, I picture what if he a, was a, What if he was a blacksmith before? A hammer? Like he... Like an... Like he was the hammer. I mean, okay. but they'll, okay. they'll, they'll, they'll have like all the other kind of weapons in the game, right? Because that that's kind of like in, in, uh, in a Dead Space game, you can cycle through different kinds of weapons that do different things, so right? You want like a Devil May Cry sort of situation where you're finding but different But not that of kind of gameplay. Yes, yes. Yeah, but, but, the, not... but the different weapon utilizations yeah. in combat, right? Okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay. So he starts with his hammer. Is that where we're getting at? The signature hammer? Either that or an axe, I feel like. One one or one or the other. Because think about it, he's already gonna be dead. He's gonna get dragged to to uh Frankenstein's uh, you know, laboratory and created. So it, it's gonna be whatever's available there. You know, because so, I think yeah. cause we if we really want to make the this hammer a castle, would be like an iconic grab, like as yeah. we pass through our the remains of our village on the way. Like yeah. right. He, castle, he, right. He le he leaves we, Frankenstein's we, laboratory, goes back to the village, and finds his hammer there. Yeah, um, and that is sort of our first opening weapon to the to the rest of us. Because if we really want to make this Castlevania as fuck, right? Castlevania Ooh, slash can, Van Helsing ish. I was, he, he's yes. getting weapons from bosses, right? So he can have a werewolf yes. that has a massive axe that he does get at some point. Yeah. Um, well, I was even gonna say like we can do we can take like the horror action like so because we're leaning into that right, anyways right right, right right and we take the perspective of like as we progress you get a weapon and that weapon is like what is used to combat the next boss yeah mm, okay okay right? like, kind of like, like the Legend original Zelda, resident evil right like you oh, would yeah, get like, the thing and then you would have to I... use the thing like the original uh god of war games yeah, the, yeah, the exactly. first yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. That weapon you get is going to be the best weapon you. It'll you be can a utilize the next for area. that next encounter. Yep. Mm -hmm. But you yep. can still use the others as well if you so. Yeah, please, you can right? cycle. You mm -hmm. can cycle right. through. Let, let's right. say you could have four equipped at once. Like you know that. what I mean? I like that. And you you use the D pad to cycle between them. Like sure. the weapons. Sure, I do like yeah. that. I do like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So how how much how how far? How many different environments, Garrick, are we wanting to have William travel through to get to the goal of Dracula's castle and then Dracula at the end, right? So are we talking like forests to fight the werewolves? Like, actually, let me let me go with this too. I, wow. have, an, I have an idea. I have yeah, an idea. Yeah, I was as, as executive like, producer here. Right out of the gate, like we're starting in like your mad scientist laboratory, right? Like that's going to be like our tutorial area. Right. And then like, but his, his like his laboratory is not it's not in the middle of like a city or anything. It's like it's way out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere because yeah. you're keeping it secret. Right. And then you've got uh, I would say like your initial environment would be like a forest, a haunted woods sort of thing. Yeah. But I would actually not introduce like your werewolf thing like initially there. Like I would I would actually make the werewolf like a more I'd maybe like do some like werewolf zombies in the tree sort of thing. I, think, I actually think we even go straight up down and like the woods themselves are the fucking enemy. 
Ooh. Okay. Okay. So it'll be full of like giant spiders and like different creatures. And, and, like, like the trees. The trees and, will yeah, and physically ants. be attacking you. Ooh. Like it's like right. Like it's like the environment. Yeah. Like like let's really play up the environment and like the environment as much of a threat as like your enemies. Right. Like your head's on a swivel at all times. Like this is a perilous, a perilous medieval like high fantasy Europe. Like imagine all of your brothers Grimm's fairy tales sort of things just kind of shoved in well so yeah that's that's kind of what i'm looking at now is kind of taking a peek at like what are some iconic creatures that we know of from van helsing right so we have mm -hmm. uh we have frankenstein's monster <gasps> which is a big one werewolves lycanthropes more specifically um Devin, i have an idea Devin, get let, let me let me get through this yeah. one thing really quick okay i know you're excited <laughs> i know you're excited it's a dope game it's a dope fucking game uh we also have uh the equivalent of succubuses, right? Because the flying woman bat oh, yeah. creature thing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Uh we we also have um let me where to go. Uh Dr. Are those Jekyll, harpies? Do they call those harpies in technically I'm harpies, pretty sure they're yeah, harpies. if I remember correctly, yeah. Uh Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde um is another interesting oh, thing. I there. have an idea. Can so I have cool an idea? Dr. Jekyll could actually be your ally and you don't know that he's Hyde. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that, and I I was gonna say we should put a couple cities in in the game as well that you go like, yeah. that you travel through, and um one of the cities in particular that will be your boss, and and maybe like halfway point in the game, you know, yeah. And, but I want to say, what if Van Helsing is like your companion who shows up every now and then, but like disappears, doesn't travel with you, but like disappears, but like comes and like gives you gifts or like you know, hey, keep up the good work, like, type of deal. You know right, what I mean? Right, yeah, You know, like, like how, like, contact sort of character. Like how Ada is for Leon in Resident yeah. Evil 4, you know? You know what I'm saying here? And let's let's change Helsing. Let's make Helsing female in this. Well, yeah, so, I mean, like, that that really kind of depends on how we want to go about this. Or do, or do we want this to be a what-if-Van-Helsing-was the monster of Frankenstein, or we want to just do this no. as the monster of Frankenstein, the monster of Frankenstein the in this yeah. world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let's have, here. yeah. And let's have Helsing be a female in this one too, just to like cool. change it up, you know? Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have a good handful of places, the cities that are William can go to, um, different creatures that he can fight. Um, I do like the idea of the uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll being a, a friendly that you meet halfway through the game. And then as you like f go and do missions yeah, in that's that some area, dark soul shit. You, yeah. you're like trying to solve this like mystery. And then at the end of this, you find out he's Mr. Hyde. And so you have yeah, to have a, be like with a, your friend. That's you see this being like a chapter, a chapter game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd say like a good five or six different places. I was thinking, to. yeah, I was thinking yeah. six, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. including Dracula's castle. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Final. Yep. I just thought of something so cool for okay. one of the cities. Okay. One of the bosses. You said solving a mystery. Yes. What if Jack the Ripper is one of the people you fight? Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. It's like sort of a, a I like that as a really cool sort of. Like side a side quest, quest? mission. Yeah. Line. yeah. Yeah. Like that. That would be yeah. fucking like keeping it in that sort of like level of like Assassin's Creed historical accuracy 
We're like, we're in this yeah. world. We're in this like age. It would make yes. sense for this to kind of exist, you know, yeah. in, in, in line with that too. That's fucking dope. That's a dope idea. I like that. Um, okay. Okay. So what about this makes it horror? That's the question that's popping up in my brain as we come to an end here, right? What about this game makes it horror rather than just an action adventure game? Right. How well, can remember, we make this horrifying? It, it, it's the horror element. It can have jump scares. Let, let's say there's a part where you come across across a witch's house. You're in a witch's house and she's fucking with you. Sure. Let's how cool would it be when you fight Dracula? He's multi-staged and he brings you down to hell. <laughs> you know what Something I mean? Like that. Stuff that like that. Cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, there could be jump jump scare cinematic moments. In, in a lot of areas, too. I think, you know how, like, Resident Evil Village is a over-the-shoulder action, yeah, yeah, action yeah. game, right, right? you know, or Resident Evil 4 Remake. It can have all that same kind of feel. Because to, yeah. to me, I picture a little bit of a sense of, like, that that one level of God of War where it's, like, super dark and fucked up. I uh -huh. have... A, there, a game came to mind like almost okay. immediately okay. as okay. like we were bringing. So um, 20, I think it was like 2016, 2018. Okay. Uh, Vampire. Ah. Right. Yes. We're like, yes, right? yes, we're yes. like, like, the, like the, it's like we're leaning into that, that, that like your humanity being at stake is what's terrifying here. The loss of your humanity, right? Like he was right. once human now, no longer. He's something less than human more mm. than human mm. he doesn't know right and let's say like if we're going to be visiting like these iconic locations obviously we're doing jack the ripper we're going to Whitechapel, we're going to london like yeah. maybe not open world but these need to be populated sections yeah right, right and there needs right, to right, be right. civilians here and when you are like traversing these towns right like you're a scarred up terrifying individual right like you need right, like right Right. Like you are like you are a monster hunting the monster. You look something other than human. And so like there's going to like there needs to there's going to be like this kind of horror stealth mechanic while we're in these cities. Right. Where like we need to keep our profile low while we're hunting our target. Right. Or our tar our targets like if we're mm -hmm. doing side quests. Right. And we're tracking down these monsters and we're also trying not to make like our own presence known in the city while being able to do the deed, right? Sure. Yeah. Because sure. like we're sure. we're a hero, but we're <clears throat> but we're like we're like an we're a reluctant, unwanted hero, right? Yeah. Like, what, what do you? We what want is to he... do the good deed, you but the civilians like don't want us. Or, yeah. The, yeah. Like, to... We got to cloak up, right? And like we need to be like we need to be careful and like and so like the choices we make, right? Because we were dead. And so I like I just imagine that like there's like you were dead and you came back to life like that has to have like some sort of repercussion on the human soul yeah yeah I, right from sure. a storytelling standpoint sure. from a fantastical Ooh. standpoint and so like as he's hunting these monsters he's gonna be pressed with situations where he's gonna be like do I let that monster kill that civilian so I have the opportunity to finish the job. Right. Yeah. It's like, do I give into that monsterly instinct for the sake of the greater good? Or do I try to save that person and take the Paragon route and maintain my humanity at this at the risk of like ousting myself to the entire city? And now I'm the hunt. Now I'm being hunted by the city. 
Should okay. there okay. be a, a mechanic where you sometimes lose control and become more monster than your humanity? Like at certain points in the game, the, if you, you if know? you like take enough damage, he kind of loses control of himself a little bit. I, I, I mean, think that's kind of a cool yeah, idea. Something, yeah. something along the lines of like that, or like if you've made like X number of choices that lean one direction or another, it puts your character at risk for like a freak out. Right. No. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like kind of like hulking out. Exactly. Of, yeah. Right. And yeah. like, like, so giving it like that, like that choice based thing, we're just like, we're like it, giving those like those RP elements and those RPG elements where like you have to actively choose. Like, do you want your William to give in to the monster to be the monster or does he to, or maintain his humanity at all times? Because like, mm. obviously, right, if you're giving into the monster like, and you have to like you have to balance it. Right. So, like, maintaining your humanity is going to give you things like the ability to more readily converse with, like, civilians, right? Like, without scaring them. But, like, the more monstrous activities you gain, right? Like, you're you, sure, like, William will become exponentially more powerful. You're giving into, like, that bestial, monstrous side. Right. But, like, you're, the, his, the human in him will degrade. Right. So like he'll be less skillful at conversing. He'll be more easy to bloodlust, easier to anger and that sort of thing. And that's what like we would have to build in like a very dialogue, like atmospheric tension to the game. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This also kind of brought up because the I don't know why my brain went here in this direction. Right. Because now we're talking like a little bit more interactivity with the people of this universe right a little, uh, people that he's coming across by he could potentially be asking these people for clues in order to find like the witcher you're trying to gather information to get to that next target right and he knows that that's exactly. what he's trying to do um my brain took me this direction of like what if we what if we really leaned into the jack the ripper thing and said that there's even more historical people that we run into a la a Sherlock Holmes, if you will. Uh, yeah. and, and, and not even just like actual real life people, but more characters from a sort of like Victorian England mm. sort of setting. Um, because we have things like, like, uh, 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 like that. We have Jack the Ripper. Um, uh, right. we talk about Dr. The Jekyll Mr. Hyde. is now a side quest. Right. Like, Poe, you know. Exactly. Right. 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 Uh, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge is something we could do for the fucking shits and games. That would, of that it. would, yeah, that As would a, be a good like little like dude, super like some spooky ass yeah. Christmas. Yeah, with, like, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like that could be like a poltergeist where you're dealing with like a demonic like poltergeist. Like yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. ghosts ghosts are a Van Helsing creature, so like there is yeah. a whole ghost segment that we'll have to do in this too, man. Yeah, this yeah, is and throw witches guys. I think we're on to something. I Actually. think we're on this on too, dude. This is fucking <laughs> rad, man. This is a fucking yeah. rad game we're making, dude. I want this to be real. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what studio are we making this with? Insomniac. Hear me out. Insomniac. But I say it's got to be somebody with good storytelling chops. You think Insomniac? I, I mean, might, I might rescind that, but give me a second here, um, because I see potential that who was it i think okay and here's why right because you're going to see some connections here uh ready at dawn 
because of their work on The Order 1886. Ooh, that's a good choice. Because that is a game that should have been more if they had the time to yeah, make it more. if they more. would have had the time. And it this like could be that DLC. game. You know what I mean? This could be that game uh, that puts them back onto it. Because that would be sick. And Sony Santa Monica had a hand in, in the order as well. Um, yeah. And we've seen they can obviously make a fucking stellar game. Who do you think, Eric? I actually think with the way that we've kind of depicted like the relations with the characters and how we want to have like these figures involved. Mm. I'm thinking that like maybe telltale games. Oh, you want this mm. to be more narrative. Driven. That'll be, that'll be a little too. Would that be too? Would that narrow it down too much? I, th I think that yeah, might it, narrow it down too much. Yeah. yeah I, I might, I yeah. might agree. Yeah. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. A Naughty Dog also came to mind. Remedy. Remedy would be fun. Control was great. Alan Wake is great. Alan Wake 2 looks great. Control that... Was great. Was, yeah, Remedy could be Remedy could, be, could be a good one, actually. Their That'd narrative really, is really, really good, good, and their action is really good as well. I like Remedy. I like Remedy. But I'm going they to... They know horror. They know horror. They just do. I'm going to see your Remedy and raise you Respawn. I was about to say I have... Oh, so you were going to say Respawn, and I was going to say Tango Gameworks. Ooh, Tango would be Tango Rush. Yeah, I'm actually... I'm, no, no. Wait, yeah, let's wait, go with wait, Tango. Wait, wait, because wait, if, if wait. we do Tango, that means you get Microsoft money. Executive uh, producer here, Microsoft money. <laughs> oh man, um, God, I had mm, Ninja Theory. What was the lot? Ooh, they're they're Senua? working on Senua. Hellblade, Senua. dude. Hellblade oh, yeah. graphics on this game would be fucking bonkers. Oh my dude. god, as a horror third person over the shoulder experience dude. Listen, I know that we haven't experienced Hellblade's the newest saga yet, but we already know that we're going to play that game, but what the fuck are we watching right now? <laughs> like holy shit, dude. Look at the water, dude. Look at I the water, man. I have a name. Okay. For, for the game. game. Okay. Perfect. The game. You're the writer. Okay. Let's hear Let's it. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Yes. So because like I because we pretty much covered everything else, right? We need to just we need to sell this bitch and to sell this bitch has got to have a cool name. Mm -hmm. And what would be a cooler name for a horror action, uh, like a horror action RPG, third person RPG starring Frankenstein's monster than Simulacrum? Simulacrum? That's a pretty fucking dope. It's man. an simulacrum. Is an, it's it's something that it represents or is an imitation of a person or thing. It's an it's an artificial. That's a pretty dope fucking name, my friend. That's a pretty dope fucking name. Oh my god, guys, uh, we're gonna send this this episode to respawn <laughs> and say, listen, for a small, for respawn. a small. Oh, sorry, yeah, Ninja Theory. Excuse me, Ninja, Ninja Theory. Theory. Um. And, and just be like, for a small amount of $3 million, uh, we'll sell this to you. <laughs> so, so, actually, 
we're worth more than that. Uh, for a small <laughs> amount of $9 million. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, we got to make three mil each. Three mil each. Yeah, exactly. Or, $9 or million. like two mil each and then put the and then put the rest in the GK bank. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, and and then there's will... our studio. There's our studio. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and and we'll fly everyone here to live here. We'll pay yep. for your home in Portland, Garrick. <laughs> we'll pay off. Also, also, <laughs> also, um, no, he's he's getting like three million. He can he can figure that out. That's fair. Actually, 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 he's going to get two mil because we're going to put three of that bill in the GK bank. And that's, what's going to be used to get everybody else moved out here. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, wheat bread and chat. Damn. Are you boys today's date? Cause y'all are 10 out of 10. <laughs> we love you, Brad. We love you, dog. Uh, we also love our new game. Uh, Simulacrum, uh, which is going to be coming to you guys in the next 10 years. I promise you it'll be a good time. Uh, but we also in sooner, than 10 years we have our schedule for the rest of this week on thursday we have another shipwreck show and uh as you guys know already uh if you are in our discord and you are just twitch subscriber you can join our uh shipwreck submissions channel in there we can ask us any question you want especially especially halloween and creepy stories because we like those during cracktober um and we will pick your questions that we think will make for the best content and we'll answer them terribly mm-hmm. on the show for you guys live mm-hmm. um, at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, please join us for that. It's a good one. And then this Friday, excuse me, I had a burp. Uh, me, Garrick and DJ are going to be hopping back into Redfall. Uh, so they released a new update and we want to see if that update. Uh, it's worth the fucking damn. <laughs> so we're going to be going in there, finding out some more information for you. Garrick's actually been playing it a little bit uh, since yeah. it has rolled out, but me and DJ have to find out for ourselves next. It's going to be a good time. So that'll be uh, that'll be here for you guys on Friday night. And then this Saturday, we have another Good Kraken podcast where this time we're going to be having our Battle of the Horror Baddies. That's right, a 16-part bracket uh, that we are going to be putting together for you guys to help us uh, figure out which baddie is the ultimate horror movie baddie. Um, that, and then when we have categories for it, too, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time, guys. Do not miss out on that. Um, in the meantime, let us know uh, if you think that you would buy Simulacrum, <laughs> the new hit game from Ninja Theory. Uh, is going to be uh, owned by me, Devin, and Garrick. Uh, it's going to be a great, a great time. Let us know if you guys think that we're out of our fucking minds. We like to hear from you guys. Uh, tell us on Twitter. Tell us in the comments below. Tell us in our Discord. Um, and fuck off, because <laughs> you're going to want that game real bad here in 10 years. I promise you. <laughs> Anyways, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m right here at twitch.tv slash good show if you're on this wave you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics of the show get exclusive content and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea yeah Thank you, sir. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and grab button. Kind of rolled off the tongue a little bit weird there. Uh, Or by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. 
we have to get going, everybody. But until next time, my friends, bye, Simulacrum.